Which one of you is James G? Uh, I'm James G. I'm James G. I'm James G. Yeah. Well, I'm James, I'm James G. G. I'm James G. Ugh, I'm James G. Well, whichever one of you is James G, you've lost your marbles. James G's singers, songwriters and sensational guitarist show. You're listening to singer, songwriters and sensational guitarists and I'm James G, as in G, I was lonely until I glued a coffee cup to the roof of my car. Now everyone waves to me. All right, today we have a fantastic album. Uh, my friend music journalist Alan Howe listed Pink Floyd, The Dark Side of the Moon as number 14 in his list of 26 flawless albums. He said, it has been remade, remixed and remastered, but you cannot improve on the perfection that follows from the odd overture of Speak to Me. And that's what they did. I agree, flawless it is, and you'll find that out shortly. Other artists we have today, we've got Nora Jones, Tommy Emmanuel and Mike Dawes, Bob Dylan, The Birds, uh, Mamas and the Puppers, Ann Peebles, Led Zeppelin featuring Jimmy Page, Kevin Welch, uh, Mark Gillespie, Sia Shah, Tom Paxton, Fleetwood Mac featuring Lindsay Buckingham, and from an album called The Long Goodbye by Gary Brooker, which is a remake of a whole lot of Procol Harum songs with symphony orchestras, we have Matthew Fisher and Robin Trower doing Repent Paul Walpurgis from the first Procol Harum album. Fantastic. All right, we'll get into them in a minute. But first, back to the featured album, The Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. It's the eighth studio album by them. Uh, released in 1973 and developed during live performances before recording began. It was conceived as a concept album that would focus on the pressures faced by the band during their arduous lifestyle and also deal with the mental health problems of former band member Sid Barrett, who departed the group in 1968. The record builds on ideas explored in Pink Floyd's earlier recordings and performances while omitting the extended instrumentals that uh, characterise the band's earlier work. The band uh, employed multi-track recording tape loops, uh, analogue synthesizers, including experimentation with the EMS VCS3 and a Synthy A. The engineer, Alan Parsons, was responsible for many of the sonic aspects of the recording. Dark Side of the Moon explores themes such as conflict, greed, time, death, and mental illness. Snippets from interviews with the band's road crew and others were featured alongside philosophical quotations. Uh, it might just sound like mumbling in the background, but those um, comments by the band and the roadies and whatever, very, very much a part of this album. So I'm going to play the first two tracks together, Speak to Me and Breathe. Uh, Nick Mason receives a rare solo writing credit for Speak To Me, though recollections differ as to the reasons for this. Mason states that he created the track himself, whereas Richard Wright and Roger Waters stated the credit was a gift to Mason to give him some publishing income. Subsequently regretted by the latter following his acrimonious departure from the band. 
The second track, Breathe, on later releases, Speak to Me and Breathe are listed as separate songs. But the crossover would sound terrible if I tried to separate them, so I'll run straight through. Uh, in fact, each side of the vinyl album is one complete track, with each song run into the next. So there will be some strange sounding edits. Not my fault. So here we go with uh, Speak to Me and Breathe. Pink Floyd.
Well, there was the first of the uh, crappy edits, but it's not my fault. That's how it finishes on the record. All right, uh, back in the time that this album was made in the early 70s and late 60s, uh, Ravi Shankar was the uh, flavour of the month with his uh, sitar music with the Beatles and whatever. And uh, this is his daughter, Nora Jones, with the title track from her album, Come Away With Me. have to ask me twice Nora anyway uh, you wouldn't ask once <laughs> uh, 
Um, next track, On The Run, uh, is the next track by Pink Floyd from uh, um, Dark Side of the Moon. And it's an instrumental piece performed on an EMS synthesizer. It uh, deals with the pressures of travel, specifically air travel, which according to Richard Wright will, would often bring fear of death. Very bad traveller, young Richard. Now have a listen to this. This is how they made it. This piece was created by entering an eight-note sequence into a Synthi AKS synthesizer and speeding it up with an added white noise generator creating the hi-hat sound. The band then added backwards guitar parts created by dragging a microphone stand down the fretboard, reversing the tape and panning left to right. There are also other Synthi and VCS synthesizer parts made to sound like a vehicle passing, giving a Doppler effect. Near the end, the only guitar part is heard, a chord over the explosion of the presumed aircraft. This gradually fades, segueing into the Chiming Locks introduction of, of the following track, Time. How did they do that? Anyway, on the run, Pink Floyd.
James was going to start today's show by reading a poem from William Shakespeare, but then he thought, he's never read any of mine, why should I read any of his? You're listening to singer-songwriters and sensational guitarists, and I'm James G, as in G, if my wife poisons me, at least I get a last meal. All right, next track we have from uh, Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd is called Time. And the lyrics deal with the passage of time, obviously. Uh, Roger Waters got the idea when he realised he was no longer preparing for anything in life, but was right in the middle of it. He has described this realisation taking place at ages 28 to 29 in various interviews. It is noted for its long introductory passage of clocks chiming and alarms ringing. The sounds were recorded in an antique store made as a quadraphonic test by engineer Alan Parsons, not specifically for the album. The album track also includes a reprise of the song Breathe. It is the only song on the album to credit all four principal members for songwriting and the last to to do so in the band's history. So this is time.
You're listening to singer-songwriters and sensational guitarists, and I'm James G, as in G, my imaginary friend, thinks that you have serious mental problems. All right, next track we have is Somebody That I Used To Know uh, by Tommy Emmanuel and Mike Dawes. You wouldn't know it, but Tommy Emmanuel won a Grammy last week. Didn't hear anything on the news. Uh, he won in the segment Best Arrangement, Instrumental or a-, a Cappella as a guest with the String Revolution, which features Johnny Cash's son. And this, they did a an instrumental version of Folsom Prison Blues. But I haven't got a copy of that, so we'll play somebody that I used to know.
this is Arnold Schwarzenegger. James G has gone for a break. Unfortunately, he'll be back. You're listening to singer-songwriters and sensational guitarists, and I'm James G, as in G, misery is so cheap even I can afford it. All right, next track off Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd is called The Great Gig in the Sky. And the first side of the album, on the vinyl one, ends with Wright and uh, Claire Torrey's soulful metaphor for death, The Great Gig in the Sky, which features music by keyboard player Richard Wright and improvised wordless vocals by session singer Claire Torrey. It is one of only three Pink Floyd songs to feature vocals from an outside artist. The band played the instrumental track to Tori and asked her to improvise a vocal. At first she struggled to find what was needed, but then she was inspired to sing as if she was an instrument herself. Tori performed the two complete takes, the second more emotional than the first, but when David Gilmore asked for a third take, she stopped halfway through, feeling that she was becoming repetitive and had already done the best she could. The final album track was assembled from all three takes. The members of the band were deeply impressed by Tori's performance but did not tell her this and she left the studio with a standard Sunday flat studio rate of £30, equivalent to £400 in 2021, under the impression that her vocals did not make the final cut. She only became aware that she had been included in the final mix when she picked up the album at a local record store and saw her name in the credits. In 2004, Tori sued Pink Floyd and EMI for songwriting royalties on the basis of her contribution to The Great Gig in the Sky, constituted co-authorship with Richard Wright. Uh, it was settled out of court and all pressings after 2005, uh, the composition is credited to both Richard Wright and Claire Tory. This has always been one of my favourite tracks off this album. I don't know why, just love it. Uh, the Great Gig in the Sky.
And so ends side one. You're listening to singer-songwriters and sensational guitarists, and I'm James G, as in G, there should be a calorie refund for things that don't taste as good as you expect. It's copycats of cool cats time uh, again. And uh, I know we did a Bob Dylan one last week or the week before, but he d he's written so many great songs and there's so many great covers of them. Um, just got to keep doing it because uh, he's so good. So here is the original, um, My Back Pages by Bob Dylan from his album, Another Side of Bob Dylan. Crimson flames tied through my ears Rolling high and mighty traps Pounced with fire on flaming roads Using ideas as my maps We'll meet on edges Soon said I Proud neath heated brow Ah, but I was so much older then I'm younger than that now Half-racked prejudice leaped forth Ripped down all hate I screamed Lies that life is black and white Spoke for my skull I dreamed Romantic facts of musketeers Foundationed deep somehow ah, But I was so much older then I'm younger than that now Girls' faces form the forward path From phony jealousy Of ancient history Flung down by corpse evangelists Unthought of though somehow Ah, but I was so much older then I'm younger than that now tongue too serious to fool spouted out that liberty is just equality in school equality I spoke the word as if a wedding vow ah but I was so much older I'm younger than that now In a soldier's stance I aimed my hand At the mongrel dogs who teach Fearing not I'd become my enemy In the instant that I preach by 
from stern to bow Ah, but I was so much older then I'm younger than that now Yes, my guard stood hard when abstract threats Too noble to neglect Deceived me into thinking I had something to protect Good and bad, I define these terms Quite clear, no doubt, somehow Ah, but I was so much older then I'm younger than that now No wonder he received a Nobel Prize. There has never been a better lyricist than Bob Dylan. Anyway, here's the Birds version. They made a fortune out of covering Bob Dylan songs. And so this is their version of My Back Pages. Somehow, 
That is a wonderful version by the birds, but I don't know, Bob Dylan just gets to me every time, so I'm giving him the chocolates this week. Copycats of Cool Cats will be back again next week, maybe with another Bob Dylan one. Singer-songwriters and sensational guitarists, more music, less talk, <laughs> you wish. You're listening to singer-songwriters and sensational guitarists, and I'm James G, as in G, wisdom has been chasing me, but I'm too fast for it. All right, next track from Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd, what a wonderful album, is called Money. God, I wish I had some. Written by Roger Waters, it opened side two of the original album. Released as a single, it became the band's biggest hit in the United States, reaching number 10 in Cashbox and number 13 on the Billboard Hot 100. Waters wrote the lyrics to demonstrate irony and criticising the power of money and the capitalism system generally. Money interested me enormously, Waters remarked in the 20th anniversary of The Dark Side of the Moon. I remember thinking, well, this is it. I have to decide whether I'm really a socialist or not. I'm still keen on a general welfare society, but I became a capitalist. You have to accept it. Well, you have to accept the money too, don't you, mate? Uh, the commercial success of money as a single changed Pink Floyd's career, moving them from a cult band to major stars. This caused problems at gigs as audiences wanted to hear the, long, the song and not long, lengthy instrumental passages that had been a key part of concerts to that point. I love it the way uh, people who make a heap of money always hate capitalism. Amazing.
wasn't the right. You're listening to singer-songwriters and sensational guitarists, and I'm James G, as in G, I haven't won a race since conception. All right, next track is by Mamas and the Papas. Now, they did a lot of cover versions, but this was one of their own, I think, Creek Alley. Eventually, Green's an American Express car. Oh, but keeping out the heat, 
You're listening to singer-songwriters and sensational guitarists, and I'm James G, as in G. My wife said I only have two faults. I don't listen. Something else. All right, uh, next track off uh, Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd is called Us and Them. It was written by Richard Wright and Roger Waters. The lyrics of the song were written by Waters. They describe the senseless nature of war and the ignorance of modern-day humans who have been taken over by consumerism and materialism. In an interview, Waters shared the significance of each, of each verse. The first verse is about going to war, how on the front we don't get much of a chance to communicate with one another because someone else has decided that we shouldn't. The second verse is about civil liberties, racism and colour prejudice. The last verse is about passing a tramp in the street and not helping. So, us and them. Pink Floyd.
You're listening to singer, songwriters and sensational guitarists and I'm James G, as in G, when you're old, your secrets are safe because your friends can't remember them either. Alright, uh, next track we have is called If This Is Heaven uh, from the album If This Is Heaven by Anne Peebles. Now, here's your host, a man not afraid of dying, just so long as he's not there when it happens, James G. You're listening to singer-songwriters and sensational guitarists, and I'm James G, as in G. You don't have to be crazy to be my friend. I'll teach you. All right, uh, next track off Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd is called Any Colour You Like. It's an instrumental written by Gilmore, Mason and Wright, 
Uh, David Gilmore said, In Cambridge where I live, people would come from London in a van, a truck, open the back and stand on the tailboard of the truck and uh, trucks full of stuff they're trying to sell. Uh, they have very quick and slick patter and they, they're selling things like crockery, china, sets of knives and forks. Uh, I used to sell forever sharp knives. All kinds of different things and they sell it very cheap with a patter. If they had a sets of china, they were all the same colour, they would say, you can, have, you can have them 10 bob to you, love, any colour you like, they're all blue. Uh, and that was just the part of the patter. So metaphorically, any colour you like is interesting in that sense because it denotes offering a choice where there is none. Any colour you like, Pink Floyd.
Sorry about the uh, terrible stops, but that's how they're cut on the CD, so that's how you get them. Alright, you're listening to singer-songwriters and sensational guitarists, and I'm James G, as in G, Noah was a conspiracy theorist, then it rained. Right, next track we have is, uh, well, we're in the middle of all these wonderful guitarists with Gilmore and whatever. And then we're going to have Jimmy Page and Led Zeppelin, I Can't Quit You Babe, from their first album. Thank you. 
me deep down inside another song that runs into another song and cuts off anyway uh, next track we have is from Kevin Welch who uh, is an American singer-songwriter and he now lives in Australia and uh, I love this song not only because it's a good song but uh, just lately we've been looking for a patch of blue sky it's been raining non-stop
think I'm gonna go walking up St. Mary's Street. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I go walking. And I go walking. I'm gonna keep the If you are looking for enlightenment, you need to go somewhere else. You will not find it here. You are listening to singer, songwriters and sensational guitarists and I'm James G. As in G, autocorrect is my worst enema. Actually, I call it auto-incorrect. Anyway, next track from Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd is called Brain Damage. This could be my theme song too. Uh, Roger Waters has stated that the insanity-themed lyrics are based on former Pink Floyd frontman Sid Barrett's mental instability, with the line, I'll see you on the dark side of the moon, indicating that he felt related to him in terms of mental idiosyncrasies. Uh, And the line, and if the band you're in starts playing different tunes, references Barrett's uh, behaviour near the end of his tenure with the band because of his mental problems, There was more than a few occasions where Barrett would play a different song than the rest of the band in the middle of a concert. The song was rather famous, uh, has a rather famous opening line, The Lunatic is on the Grass, whereby Waters is referring to areas of turf which display signs saying please keep off the grass, with the exaggerated implication that disobeying such a sign might indicate insanity. The lyrics, tongue-in-cheek nature, is further emphasised by Waters' assertion that not letting people on such beautiful grass was a real insanity. I'd agree with that. Uh, Waters said that the particular patch of grass he had in mind when writing the song was to the rear of King's College in Cambridge. So this is Brain Damage, Pink Floyd. (laughs) 
The lunatic is on the grass. The lunatic is on the grass. Remembering games and daisy chains and laughs. Got to keep the lunatic on the path. The lunatic is in the hall. The lunatics are in my hall. The paper holds their folded faces to the floor, and every day the paper boy brings more. another horrible finish but anyway just remember that and then think of it when we start the next track eclipse because it runs straight into it all right uh you're listening to singer songwriters and sensational guitarists and i'm james g as in g i can resist everything except temptation all right um 
Next track, Damsel in Distress. This is from Mark Gillespie, the late, great Mark Gillespie, uh, from his album Only Human, and what a great album it is. And if you'd like to hear just how good this album is, it's episode 85 in singersongwritersandsensationalguitarist.com. And if you listen carefully, you can hear Ross Hannaford playing out of one speaker and Mark Gillespie out of the other.
And she said, well, thanks, but I can help myself. And she got down on her knees. She helped him with his problems, Lord. She said she'd do about anything she could to please him. But you know he caught the next plane out of there. Yeah, couldn't go fast enough. And he called the names for playing games. Sticks too high to blood. And she said goodbye. So long. And she said goodbye. So long. Cha-cha, baby. Where did I go? to say I love you, it's alright in a way, yeah, found out she was gone, 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 must have had the whole bottle. I say R2. Did you know James G and Jabba the Hutt shared the same personal trainer? You're listening to singer-songwriters and sensational guitarists, and I'm James G, as in G. Vegetables are a must on a diet. I suggest carrot cake, zucchini bread, and pumpkin pie. Uh, right, next track off Dark Side of the Moon, in fact the last track off Dark Side of the Moon is called Eclipse and uh, it also seems to be part, partially inspired by former band member Sid Barrett who had endured a mental breakdown. Walters wrote the lyrics on the road for the brain damage Eclipse closing sequence as he felt the whole piece was unfinished. Final words sung in the song and indeed the album The Dark Side of the Moon directs the listener and everything under the sun is in tune but the sun is eclipsed by the moon. The doorman of Abbey Road Studios, Jerry O'Driscoll, is heard speaking at 1 minute 37 answering the question what is the dark side of the moon with there is no dark side of the moon really Matter of fact, it's all dark. The only thing that makes it look light is the sun. See if you can pick that up out of the music. This is Eclipse, Pink Floyd. Eclipse 
The Dark Side of the Moon is among the most critically acclaimed albums and always features in professional listings of the greatest of all time. It brought Pink Floyd international fame, wealth and plaudits to all four band members, a blockbuster release of an album era, of the album era, it also propelled record sales throughout the music industry during the 1970s. The Dark Side of the Moon is certified 14 times platinum in the United Kingdom and topped the US Billboard uh, Top LPs and Tape Chart, where it was charted for 988 weeks. As of two, uh, 2013, The Dark Side of the Moon has sold over 45 million copies worldwide, making it the band's best-selling release, the best-selling album of the 70s, and the fourth best-selling album in history. It was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame in 1999. Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon, absolutely incredible album. You're listening to singer-songwriters and sensational guitarists, and I'm James G, as in G, if walking is good for your health, the postman should be immortal. All right, um, we're going to whip through a few songs here because Eclipse was such a short song, I've got a few more to play. Um, And uh, the first one, um, I am... 25% 25% Irish, so I've been told. My grandfather was Irish. Maybe that's why I like this uh, band, Sia Shah. Don't ask me how to spell it. Um, I can, but don't ask. Uh, and this is called Mouth Music from their album Encore. Dance to your shadow when there's nothing but in here Dance to your shadow when it's good 
You're listening to singer-songwriters and sensational guitarists, and I'm James G, as in G, I'm not completely useless. I can be used as a bad example. Right, next track we have is by Tom Paxton. It's called The Last Thing On My Mind. It's been covered by so many people, but this was the original, and I think the best. It's a lesson too late for the learning Made of sand, made of sand In the wink of an eye my soul is turning In your hand, in your hand Are you going away with no word of farewell? Will there be not a trace left behind? Well, I could have loved you better, didn't mean to be unkind. You know that was the last thing on my mind. You've got reasons aplenty for going. This I know, this I know. For the weeds have been steadily growing Please don't go, please don't go Are you going away with no word of farewell? Will there be not a trace left behind? Well, I could have loved you better, didn't mean to be unkind As I lie in my bed in the morning Without you, without you Each song in my breast dies a morning Without you, without you Are you going away with no word of farewell? Will there be not a trace left behind? Well, I could have loved you better, didn't mean to be unkind. You know that was the last thing on my mind. That was the last thing. You're listening to singer-songwriters and sensational guitarists, and I'm James G, as in G, I thought the dryer shrunk my clothes. Turns out it was the refrigerator. All right, next track, You Make Love and Fun by Fleetwood Mac, featuring Lindsay Buckingham. And the funny thing about this song, it was um, written by Christine McVie. She told her husband at the time that it was written about her dog, but it was written about the uh, sound or lighting guy that she was having an affair with. 
So there you go. You make love and fun. You're listening to singer-songwriters and sensational guitarists, and they don't get much more sensational than Lindsay Buckingham. Uh, and I'm James G, as in G, I'm not disabled, I'm just unable. So, last track today, now this is a, a special one for me. This is Repent Walpurgis, which comes from Pro Procol Harum's first album. 
Um, and it was written by Matthew Fisher. And this is um, the copy from uh, The Long Goodbye by Gary Brooker, where he got the London Symphony Orchestra together with other orchestras. And they did um, Prokel Harem songs, the symphonic Prokel Harem songs. And this is one of them, and it's called Repent Walpurgis, and I love it. Have a listen to this.
What a way to finish. That's singer-songwriters and sensational guitarists for another week. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening. You have been listening to, or have just missed, the Singer-Songwriters and Sensational Guitarists podcast.